With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus. Cheryl Smith writing and rewriting history. First ever national title for Texas Tech. Jonathan Garibay. The boot is away. And it's gone. Welcome all to Welcome All to the Tortillas and Takes Podcast. You are on once again with your boy, Albie Shore. And... Texas Tech is 3-1 and one on the season, feeling pretty good, big win uh, over, upset win over ranked Texas Longhorns just last weekend, and guess what? We have another ranked team that we have to play this Saturday, the 25th ranked Kansas State Wildcats, so on to talk K-State previews, uh, is Jeremy, Jeremy's back, Jeremy Gillen, what is up, Jeremy? Are we going to get a, a break, Albie? I mean, we're going to have a – is there a, a team left on this schedule that we can be like, you know what, let's go out and get a win? I don't think so. I think that <laughs> I think that it just gets harder for me here, even with Kansas uh, becoming the team that they are. Um, but super excited about this weekend. Like you said, huge win for Texas Tech in Lubbock uh, over rival Texas. And now you get a chance to go on the road against a team that you have not lost or not won against for a long time in general, Kansas State. Talk about a team that's had Tech's number. Um, Kansas right. State has refused to lose to Texas Tech, even though it's been a couple of times throughout the seasons that it's felt like we could put, arc, arc one out, but all the same, we haven't. And so now you're getting a uh, kind of a scary Kansas State team this, this year. Yeah, so it's funny because – in the past decade, as we as everybody knows, Tech has been in the worst stretch of football in Texas Tech history. Um, and in the past decade, we, we very much know the fact that we have struggled to beat Texas, right? Last week's again win was only the third win against Texas since uh, 2008. Um, only the first win at home against Texas in 2008, right? That's been very visible. We know that. Oklahoma State is another team. We know we have struggled to beat. We know that. It's very visible. Um, but it's funny, though, 
since that since in that same time span we don't think about the fact that we can't beat kansas state for some reason it's not in our in our forefront it's not as visible the fact that we can't beat kansas state. and i think a big reason for that is because well all the games have been closed so it doesn't feel like kansas state has had our number because we're like wait no we can't we only lost to kansas state by a point last year and we only lost to them by 10 the year before and by a field goal the year before that like every game is for against k-state has felt close Felt like we're in it. Very rarely do I go to a Kansas State game and feel like they're just so much of a better team. Like, every year we play Kansas State, I'm like, ah, we could have had that one. And that, is right, and that is stacked up so much so that Kansas State is right now on a six-game winning streak against Tech. And Tech has only beaten Kansas State once of the last, what, 11 tries? And you, but it doesn't feel like that. It's kind of weird. It doesn't feel like it, yep. And that, that kind of goes to the – that kind of pays credence to this, like, can you hate Kansas State? As a Texas Tech fan, when you go from this big week of, uh, you know, horns down, Texas sucks, and you can think of all the reasons in the world not to like Texas, and then you follow that up with, uh, all right, you're playing Kansas State now, and everybody's like, yeah, okay, great. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's cool. Uh, sounds fun. Let's let's yeah, go out let's, there and have a little bit of fun. <laughs> let's, 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 let's have a good one. One for the good guys. No injuries. No injuries. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's going to be a very interesting game in Manhattan. Um, but you're right. Very little animosity between the two teams. Like, like it's very much the, the hate feel. Like, so far up to this point, there has been some animosity in games. Like, Houston game, there was a little bit of a back and forth. And, and um, though there wasn't any animosity towards the NC State, the Texas game was all types of vitriol and animosity. Uh, but this game is very – between two conference foes that have played each other, you know, quite a bit every year since 2011, mm-hmm. it just doesn't feel like uh, – like, it's still, like, not much of a, a, a upset. Most of the time after a K-State game, right? You're not upset at the other team. You're like, man, we should have had it. <laughs> Come yeah, on, guys. Like, ah. or, like, or last year where it was like, damn it, we got to get this coach out of here. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you know what? Thank you, Kansas State. Yeah. You helped us figure something out. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. After the K-State game. Before the K-State game, it was probably like, you know what? This might be Wells' last year. After the K-State game, it was like, get this guy up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> expeditiously, you know. And so, um, but yeah, so it's very interesting going into this K-State game. Not a lot of animosity into it. Uh, but talking about this year's Kansas State team, if you've been listening to our preview series, season preview series, you know that I'm very high on the Kansas State Wildcats. Um, I think that Kansas State is a very good team. And I predicted that Kansas State would be in the Big 12 championship game. Now, um, they made me look foolish a couple weeks ago when they lost to Tulane, and it was very much mm-hmm. a ah because it wasn't it wasn't yeah it was well two and I will say Tulane's actually pretty good this year they're they're favorite against Freedom. Houston yeah yeah the favorite against Houston uh, Friday night um, in that game and they they are actually a pretty good team and they but they did look better than Kansas State a lot of questions about Adrian Martinez as a quarterback and and Kansas State as a team this year and then they follow it up with going into Norman. And winning a game that I actually I so you called the Tulane win I called the Kansas State win against Oklahoma way back in in the summer right because I just yeah. Kansas State has their number uh, first year head coach in Oklahoma and they did it Adrian Martinez had an absolutely fantastic game and he showed his capabilities within this Kansas State system um, so do they ride that hot hand into this game back at home so you got two teams coming off of huge wins over. You know, Kansas and Oklahoma is really starting to be, well, was becoming a rivalry until Oklahoma chunked deuce. Um, but, you know, what prevails this weekend in Manhattan? Well, I also wanted to point out the feat of defeating 
so Oklahoma fans are getting really upset with Kansas State because Kansas State's the only team in this decade that has beaten Oklahoma in Norman back-to-back attempts. You know, back in, what was it, 2020, um, they had the 38-35 win. And then, you know, this they followed up with the, you know, 41-34 win. And, um, I mean, that, incredible. Uh, what, was your, what was your question? I, I had to make sure I got that one out there. Yeah, no, just more so, like, what's your initial thoughts going into this game where both teams are coming off of high wins? Oh, man. Uh, I think for, you know, both monumental for their own reasons. I, I got to I got to watch that Kansas State game, and, you know, man, this, this, this is like the – for Kansas State, I feel like this is the hinge of their season as it goes for Adrian Martinez, right? Because you have – uh, and if you look across Kansas State, you know had kind of an interesting season to begin the uh, to begin the year. Um, between you know they had let's see, da, 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 da. they opened it up with what was that team? South Dakota, right? Thirty four zero, no big deal. And they followed up with Missouri, which is not a good team, forty to twelve. And you're like, okay, this Kansas State team's pretty good. And then they get the Tulane game, and then it's a seventeen ten. And it's not like Martinez played horrible in that game. It's not like Deuce Vaughn played horrible in that game. But it was not the same level of uh, production that they turned around and went into Norman, Oklahoma, which is a much more, I mean, number six in the nation, uh, you know, whether you think that that's a justified ranking or not. And they come out with, you know, uh, they come out with so many more. I mean, Adrian Martinez has like the game of his life and Nebraska fans are probably hella pissed. Uh, because they had to watch Adrian Martinez and like first three drives look undefeatable, look like a just a, a national championship MVP quarterback, probably everything that he's touted to be. Um, and so, I mean, Kansas State, like this this matchup is really interesting because, and that's why I'm pissed off that it's kind of ended up on ESPN Plus. Uh, these are two three and one teams. Uh, these are two three and one teams, two and zero in conference, and the Big Twelve is wide open. The Big Twelve. You know, we talked about, oh, this is gonna be an interesting year for the Big Twelve. But I mean, your 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 perennials, your Texas and Oklahoma, have lost the both lost their first game of conference, um, and so right now it's literally it's wide open. So this is a really this is a game with a lot of um, deeper narrative, like deeper impact uh, storylines than we're I think we're admitting, right? Because if you if you go out and win this as Joey McGuire, uh, you've suddenly gotten you know what one two three top twenty five wins in your first season. That is insane. That's asinine, and that like the recruiting effort that comes off of that is is monumental. I mean, the last time you won in Manhattan a while ago, um, for Kleiman, you're three and one, and you're you're establishing yourself as the right coach for Kansas State, and everything looks. To, I mean, they're the dark horse, right? And you perpetuate that narrative, and so it's just like this is a really interesting game where for me, you know, it's crazy that there's not more attention on it. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm just dying to see the way that college game day approaches this game on Saturday um, after, you know, fully picking Texas. And now all of a sudden yeah. they have to adjust and go, Whoa, shit. I mean, Texas tech isn't no slouch either. Now nah, man, can happen? keep the same energy, pick K state across the board. <laughs> Keep the same. And actually, we're big. I think we're bigger dogs in this game than we were uh, against Texas, right? Right now, yeah. Uh, the, oh, the line. The line was at eight. I think it went to eight and a half in some places. Now it's back at seven and a half. Um, but yeah, we're bigger dogs in this one. And and to be honest, I get it. This game is in Manhattan. Yeah. I personally believe that McCann State is a, a very well-rounded team. They slipped up against Tulane, but they showed their capabilities against Oklahoma. This is a tough 
tough Kansas State team. So let's let's get into it looking at their offense a little bit. And we've already talked about Adrian. You, you've talked about Adrian Martinez. I personally believe, and a lot of people kind of roll their eyes at Adrian Martinez at Nebraska, and, and rightfully so. I'm high on him only because I think he fits so well into what Kansas State does. Into the Bob Snyder, Chris Kleiman type of, of power run. We have Deuce Vaughn, so we're going to run. We also need a quarterback that's going to be able to run with him. Um, not to mention... Not to mention, y'all know who their OC is, right? Uh, uh, take Colin Klein, sorry. <laughs> I you forgot his it. first name. I forgot Captain his first Klein, name for a second. Yep. Captain Colin Klein. Uh, or being Optimus their Klein, was it? Yeah. Yeah, Optimus Klein. Yeah, that's right. Uh, being their offensive coordinator. So he was looking for a quarterback that could do what he used to do. And I thought Adrian Martinez fit that mold very well. And so he showed that last week against Oklahoma. Being, I think he was like the National Offensive Player of the Week. Like he was incredible against in that Oklahoma yeah. game. So I guess the question is, is does he replicate that? Or do we see the Adrian Martinez that played against Tulane? That was awful. Like, against Tulane, yeah. he was not good. It actually, honestly, he hadn't been good up to the Oklahoma game, right? But so I think it's one of those things where what can Tech do to slow Adrian Martinez down? We have a very good D-line. We saw uh, the law firm played stupendously last week. Both, both Jalen Hutchins had probably the game of the year that he's had. Um, of course, Tyree Wilson is Tyree Wilson. I mean, Kansas State. It's going to be very interesting to see that matchup to protect Adrian Martinez from the Kansas State O-line, people that are have been raised on corn and barley their whole lives. Um, and they're just massive human <laughs> beings that move mountains. Versus the D-line, who are a bunch of athletes. Athletes, strong, big, powerful, fast, quick. Who wins that battle? Um, K State offense versus Tech D. Uh, uh, K State O line versus Tech D line, and keeping Adrian Martinez not only upright but also in his QB runs and sneaks. Well, I think that the NC State game gives us a really good look at how this defensive line can still overcome established uh, offensive lines. Like Texas's offensive line, uh, I mean, honestly, isn't that good, and so which is weird to say. Um, or at least not that organized. Kansas State, like I said, I mean, core and barley their whole life. They're grown out of the fields, uh, plucked at a ripe 300-plus pounds on average. Um, I think the NC State game gives you a really good look at how Tyree Wilson will affect directly affect the way that the game is played. Um, during the NC State game, you had uh, the Wolfpack uh, left tackle, you know, left tackle and Andrew. They're, they're fighting for their life, trying to double-team Tyree, and still he's getting to the court. He's getting to Leary. Uh, Kansas State. The thing that um, the the thing that the Tulane game illustrated really well is that when they get pressure on Martinez, Martinez isn't doing what he can do. Uh, Oklahoma did not do a good job early on getting pressure on Martinez, and that's why their first couple of drives, Oklahoma fans are just sitting in the stands, fresh with beer, as sad as they've ever been. Um, it's an incredible. I mean, it's incredible. I mean, I mean wait, Texas Tech fans, what do we have when we have Weston Wright? We have a Donovan Smith who gets an extra second or two in the pocket, and then all of a sudden we're world beaters again. So again, this is such just is such an interesting matchup because on paper, you know, we have very similar strengths and weaknesses. It's about who's going to game plan. I think better for that. I like uh, Klein. I like his pedagogy there. I think. I mean, I remember you talking about early on, like, "Wow, Adrian Martinez, what a good pickup." I was like, "You're nuts, dude." Um, but it's turned out to be so. If he can fit that mold that Klein wants him to fit, that's great. Here's the thing. On the other side, DeRoyter's a really good defensive coordinator who's proved to dial up incredible like the uh, incredible pressures from all kinds of fronts. Does he is he prepared for that? I I don't know. I'm excited. That makes me uh, optimistic for Tech for our defense. Um but yeah, I just don't know what kind of threat Martinez cuz at the same time, 
It's Martinez, and he hasn't given us consistently good play throughout his career. Does it change? It can. Does that mean it's going to? Not necessarily. So I will say this. Um, well, I'll give you one little pushback is that you kind of talked about Texas O-line not being good. I thought they played actually really well in the first half against Tech. Um, but the difference between K-State's O-line and Texas O-line is that Texas O-line is big, athletic, and young. Very inexperienced, not really sure. Mm-hmm. And I think the second half, whenever Tech changed, that youth and inexperience kind of came out for Texas. K-State, their O-line, they got some experience, right? Like K-State's O-line um, – they have they have a bunch of retros like like KT Levinston on their left tackle is a five I think maybe even six year senior. Uh, they have Christian Duffy who's also a senior on the edge there. Their center Hayden Gillum is also a six year senior. So like they have guys that are veterans. Actually, I think where the uh, youth kind of comes in is at the guard positions, right? They they have that true sophomore and Hadley Panzer who's more of that Texas mold. But he's he's boy he's a good one, right? So like I think that veteran. So only having really one young guy. I said that both guards really is just. Panzer, everybody else has been here for at least four, four or five years. So only having one young guy on the line, case they can really adjust. They know how to really work that the Texas was a little bit more inexperienced yeah. to. Um, I will say one thing when I'm looking at the K-State offense versus the, the Texas Tech defense. Uh, so Adrian Martinez, we all know likes to use his legs. Tulane, and, and, and actually not just Tulane, but before, uh, spies have been a thing. Tulane uses a spy a lot of the times in this. They were in zone mm-hmm. defense quite a bit. They were able to hold him. Oklahoma... Did something very interesting where they did a lot of man defense and they didn't have a spy on Adrian Martinez. Now, I'm of the belief that I think zone defense hasn't worked too well for Tech so far. Um, we did zone defense a lot in the first half against Texas. Uh, struggled a little bit against Houston also with zone defense. I think Tech, tech secondary has been a lot better when being able to play aggressive man, really being able to, to, to push up there and, and get things done. But this is a game that's interesting because Oklahoma played a lot of man defense against Adrian Martinez, and, and he, he killed him. He, he absolutely killed him in that man defense because the thing about it is that he can run. So because he can run, everybody's always looking in the backfield. So because everybody's looking in the backfield, then he can make passes, make things work. Because you don't have a spy on Asia Martinez, and even if you do have a spy on Asia Martinez, he can outrun your linebacker. And they really That defense really struggled against Asia Martinez. So I think we're in a weird mix here where I personally am not a fan of zone, but zone's probably what you have to do against Asia Martinez. And even if you do... Do a man against Adrian Martinez. You got to have at least a, one spy. And you got to have an athletic spy, like a Muddy Waters, as opposed to Christian Merriweather, who did a really good job against Devin Leary. But I would say Adrian Martinez is a lot more athletic than Devin Leary was. And so maybe having Muddy Waters say, you know what, you ain't going nowhere without me. Or playing that zone. But if you do play a zone, making sure that, you know, it's, it's uh, the, the secondary is in a spot where they can always take control of that and cover that. So it's going to be a very interesting battle between DeRuiter and Klein to see what ends up happening there. Yeah, I think that that's kind of that's going to be a theme a lot this season, right? Because we saw it earlier with Houston. Uh, it kind of felt that uh, in a similar way. It felt that against. It felt more about resiliency against Tech or against Texas, excuse me. Um, but yeah, this week, just this multiple defense is going to have to show. It's going to have to show its full hand because you know Martinez is a really good quarterback with a, the mobility, like you say. Man, he was outrunning Oklahoma defensive ends. Uh, I don't think that happens. I don't think that happens against Tyree. But uh, you know, <laughs> I just, I just, you know, he does have that mobility, and in the mobility, get, uh, buys his receivers time to get space. Which, if there is something that has killed Texas Tech in the past, it's uh, the receivers having more than like <laughs> three seconds, right? Because once you get past that 
three seconds, uh, then a lot of like craziness can happen. You can get really wide open. You can create chaos in their back or in the defensive backfield. It, yeah, it's just going to be really interesting to see what DeRuiter pulls up. Yeah, and and so that's where. But I will say that's where the multi defense that DeRuiter has is great. It's fantastic. You can yeah. change. You can adjust. And, and I think the coaches have done a, a stupendous job of making adjustments. Um, they did it in the, they were a little low, slight, late to the adjustment game in the Houston game, but they found they, they made it a final adjustment to win the game at the end. Texas, they were, yeah. it was a masterclass. Like Sark got so outcoached <laughs> in that Texas or that tech versus Texas <laughs> game that I, I was like, man, this, this coaching staff is incredible because they did it. And they did a fantastic job of making adjustments in the second half. I was so thoroughly impressed. And so I will say Adrian Martinez is a fifth year senior. Usually with fifth year seniors, you see them play usually you can't fool them too much however yeah. and we saw this when he was at nebraska you can make adrian martinez make mistakes it happened yeah. against tulane it happened really this year last year week against oklahoma was really his first good game of the season and so i think the multi-defense this is one of those situations where you make adjustments and you can really confuse a guy like adrian martinez i think this is one of those games where the multi-level the multi-defense situation is going to be one that just like we everybody was talking about how confusing it is for a defense like, imagine this week, Adrian Martinez is watching film, and he has no idea what defense the Texas is going to employ against him. He has no idea. It's hard to prepare for. Like, oh, I don't know if they're going to – I don't know how much often they're going to blitz. I don't know how often the secondary is going to be in a zone. I don't know if they're going to be in a man. What do I got to look out for? Like, pre-read snaps is going to be all over the place. Um, we actually saw it with Hudson Card last week. Like, it was mm-hmm. – in the second half, it was a lot of – not necessarily confusion, but, like, you, it's really hard to make reads at the line against a defense that disguises things, that, that always has different things going on, not necessarily knowing uh, he's showing blitz, but he blitzed last play. Is he going to blitz again? Again? I don't think so. Oh crap! He blitzed again. Like it's so, it's it's, uh, it's very it's very difficult. So it's gonna be interesting to see those mind games. I'm I you know I'm a nerd at this stuff because I'm always like, what is? Oh man, that's a and I, I give credit where it's due. Like, what, oh man, what is what, what's what's going on here? Oh, that coaching decision was fantastic, right? From the other teams, so it's gonna be very interesting to see uh, what happens there. So, Jeremy, switching over to the other side of the game, other side of the ball, Donovan Smith. Now, Donovan Smith. Uh, had a great game. Again, talking about we were talking about Edgar Martinez and gushing over him. And actually, sorry, Jeremy, before we go on to the the, the Texas Tech offense. Yeah. I we he's twenty minutes into this pod. It's been twenty <laughs> minutes into this pod. How have we not mentioned Deuce Vaughn yet? Let him loose. <laughs> not mentioned Deuce, Deuce Vaughn. Vaughn. Lord of mercy. The heartbeat top, of the Wildcat team. Top five player in the Big Twelve. Oh, yeah. like in the entire conference. Any, right, yeah, top, any position, any, yep. Any position. He has gone over 115 <laughs> yards in three of the four games this year. Only game he didn't was against Tulane. They did a really good job of swallowing him up, only having him average four yards a carry. Um, how can Tech swallow up Deuce Vaughn? Like, what, what can we do to make sure that doesn't happen? I think that there's some encouragement to be had that this year, I mean, through, you know, through the games that we've had, we're still sitting, we're about 27th in the nation for rushing defense. We're holding to opponents to less than 100 yards average a game um, and, you know, 2.9 yards per rush. You you have done really well. Texas Tech has done really well <clears throat> against the rush, which has been uh, semi-infamously one of the worst areas of our defense uh, in the past where, you know, oh, you make a big play. And then a running back breaks off an 80-yard tutty. Um, you done, you've done well this year. Uh, and I think the Bijan Robinson was a really good case study in how you can 
stifle good running backs. Uh, I mean, you caused Bijan Robinson to create his first fumble of his career and maybe his last. Um, I think that there, there's you shouldn't take that with a grain of salt. Deuce Vaughn, though, Deuce Vaughn is a different beast because Deuce Vaughn gets used in a ton of different ways. Like a Deuce Vaughn is used, uh, he can be used out wide. He can be used, you know, in a, in a screen. He can be used out straight up the middle. Uh, he can be used as a distracting. Like I have seen plays uh, this year where uh, Deuce Vaughn is, you know, play action is going to be. Uh, you have to you have to respect the play action play. It's what makes it work for Martinez. Uh, or they just like pull him out wide and they see you know who's your best defender that you're going to go put out on him, and they adjust to that. So Deuce Vaughn is like the reason that Kansas State's offense keeps chugging. Uh, whether Martinez is doing well or he's doing bad, Deuce Vaughn is going to be the guy who continues to push the you know push the. Uh, the chains down the down the field and so man it, it's gonna be tough and this deuce vaughn is my i mean he's the biggest fear i have going into this game bigger than adrian martinez because whether he plays good or not deuce vaughn is still gonna ball out and i just you know what do you do <laughs> yeah so it, it as that's i mean you you hit the nail on the head there so i think it's really just trying to trying to are your best to limit deuce vaughn you ain't gonna stop him but how much yeah. can you limit him uh to big uh to big gains so now we go on to the flip side of it, <laughs> looking at the Texas Tech offense and Donnie Smith. Um, we're going to keep calling him Donnie. You know what, Jeremy? You were wrong, so I'm, I'm going to keep calling him Donnie uh, to, to your, your – uh, um, Yeah, y'all grilled me, and then what happened? I, Here I, we yeah, are. You know. <laughs> um, so, but he he played really well last week. Best game of the season. I find it funny that he, uh, because of Adrian Martinez, didn't win Big 12 Offensive Player of the Week last week because um, I thought he could have. I, I thought he played absolutely fantastic in that game against Texas. And so do we see a repeat of Donnie Smith's abilities here in week five? Here's the question. Is Weston Wright playing? He should be. Then he should replicate. <laughs> um, you know, I think, you know, Kansas State, um, you got to look across, you know, the, the points that they've given up to teams this season. I think that there's, you know, outside Tulane, but Tulane really worked for it. Um Oklahoma is a good offense that uh, has a lot more tools at their disposal, but they didn't. I don't think they implemented it well against Kansas State. Um, in as much, and they still got 34 points. I think that uh, Oklahoma left a number of points out there, a couple of touchdowns out of, out in the field there. And I just trust right now. I'm just trusting uh, Zach Kitley and our offensive scheme with Weston Wright in uh, in tow. Uh, more than I do, you know, other offensive coordinators around uh, our conference. And so <clears throat> there's not really too much you can say about the Kansas State defense. It's not, I wouldn't say that Kansas State's defense is spectacular, but I wouldn't say that they make mistakes. I think Kansas State's defense, as they always have been, are incredibly fundamental and they all play their job really well. And that's the problem. And that's what's gotten you in trouble as Texas Tech. That's what's gotten you in trouble for the past decade is that, you know, you try to get cheeky or you try to make big plays. And when you make mistakes, Kansas State isn't. And so that's what get, that's what kept these, you know, that's why these games are close, but no cigar for so many years for uh, Texas Tech. And I think that, you know, something that McGuire is trying to really get involved with this team is like hey limit the mistakes limit the penalties um and those are the two those honestly the two big things if you do those two things i think you give yourself a really good chance behind this offense now uh emory lida put out a really good uh look at donovan smith's tape from the last game i don't know if you got a chance to look through some of that he had a much more diverse playbook against texas than he did against uh, nc state 
the X factor. It's Weston Wright buying him time and allowing Kitley to develop plays or to, to, to implement plays that take a little bit longer to develop, but usually have a pretty high yield. Um, so I expect, you know, is he, is he going to not throw an interception? I don't know, man. You're going to be in Manhattan. It is an 11 a.m. game. That plays to your favor. I think that you can get away from some home field advantage when you're early on like that, you know. Uh, and this isn't like some big rivalry game. So some people are like probably really jazzed about it. Most people aren't. I don't know, man. I, I think that your offense last week gave you a lot of op- like a lot of really cool takeaways and a lot of really uh, some players really standing out. And uh, I just like I'm wondering who that's going to be that you know because right now it's like who's really the big standout wide receiver wise <clears throat> that's going to give uh, Donovan you know his best look throughout the game. How hard to say well, right now. I mean, is it though? Miles Price has been on a tear. You know, it's funny because I, I started off and I I kept talking about Miles Price, Miles Price, Miles Price. In the first couple games, I'm like, man, come on, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> you letting this boy, you letting Nehemiah Martinez show you up? What's going on here? Yeah. Last couple games. Miles has been on it. Last game, player of the game, in my opinion, on offense. Like, yeah. he, Miles Price has really shown to be that veteran, that leader. I, I loved the fact that he had to come out for that one game after he got rocked. Came out, was upset, visibly upset that he wasn't able to play, was ready to go back in there. Came back in, scored a touchdown almost immediately afterwards. Like, yeah. that aggression, that, and he's usually a funny, energetic, like, you know, he's kind of the class clown type of person. So to see that, like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in it, I'm ready. Was was a sight to see. So I'm I'm now like you know what, Miles, man, you you here, you're ready, and I do think that's an advantage and that's a mismatch that we can play to our to our advantage, right? To have that slot receiver that that can get busy, um, and and I think that's one that can really really give us the advantage here against Kansas State. I will say the Kansas State backers, they're pretty good. They're pretty yeah. good. Uh, uh, some of the backers that they have here, like Austin Moore, Daniel Green, Khalid Duke, uh, these are yeah. good veteran backers this this whole defense is really a veteran laden defense and they have their own dn that ain't too snabby and felix and aduke uzoma he is a good de too he's yeah. their own type now he ain't no tyree wilson but he ain't too far off like he's athletic he's a beast in his own right excuse me and so that'll be one where i do think this is a tougher defense like this I think this K State defense is a little bit more in the mold of NC State, and I think this game kind of yeah. there's a good chance this game follows the same mold of that N- of that NC State one where Donovan Smith is gonna. Ha- I-, I believe he'll have a little bit tougher of a time against this more fun, like you said, fundamentally sound defense. Um, with that being said, fundamentally sound defense, like hey Kitley, we don't we only know trick plays, but my guy, like, this is <laughs> hey, one of guy. those. <laughs> this is one of those that they're not really gonna fall for too many tricks. In the in the in the bag, too many of those double reverses, too many of those fleets. They're not really going to fall for a lot of that, and so I, I think this because because they are they've they've seen it, they've been there. They ain't got to. They're going to stick to their guns. They're well coached and they're fundamentally sound. So really sticking to ours is I think the best choice of action. Yeah, I mean you're looking at it uh, like you said. Can't get cute. You can't get cute against Kansas State. I think that. Uh, it's just been the plague for the past X amount of years is that you've tried to do something extra and you just, you know, you made a mistake and Kansas State isn't going to make mistakes. So this is going to be a really good game uh, to just settle down and play just fundamental football. And I think that this team is capable of that. They have shown you that through multiple points already in the season that they can have a really good, efficient drive that doesn't need anything flashy. And so, hey, man, Donovan Smith, Western Wright combo, you got a really good chance against this defense. So we talked about Miles Price, we talked about Donovan Smith. Um, we haven't talked about the running backs. So 
again, Sarad, the combo Sarada Thompson and, and Todd Brooks, um, <laughs> having them get busy will be big in this game. Uh, Sarajo Thompson, last couple games, has really come on. Had 70 yards against Texas last week. Uh, he's starting to get a little more carries than we saw Brooks get. And so it'll be interesting to see him really uh, explode. But overall, I mean, we had 29 carries between the two of them last week. As Texas yeah. kind of opened up the, the – Texas wasn't bad by any means, but it, you definitely saw Kitley say we have to get the run game at least going a little bit. And I think sometimes fans look at it and say, why are we even running, right? Like, I think last week we only averaged roughly like three, 3.4 yards a carry. Why are we even running? Just just pass the ball at times. You can't. you got to make something shake. Even if it's only getting three yards a carry, that's fine. But Texas and, and, and now Kansas State have to at least know that the run can come. So you can yeah. do play action. So you can do other things. So Donovan Smith can bulldoze a linebacker into the end zone. Um, so they know that at any time a run can't come. If you're passing at all times, okay, well, DNs can just tee off and secondary can just sit. Right? And so yeah. Um, yeah. getting those two guys going will be big against a Kansas State team that don't like to get running backs going. And I've been really happy with how they've actually, between Thompson and Brooks, they've shared a pretty even amount of um, – snaps I like over the season they've they've been pretty consistent with who's uh, was sharing snaps there and so I think that I mean you said it man uh, if there's going to be one thing that really gives this offense a lot of juice is going to be establishing the run game if you think that you can win a football game uh, if you can win football games consistently excuse me without establishing a run game you're fooling yourself Um, you might get cheeky with a team that doesn't know you um, or isn't prepared, but that just doesn't last us. Like you have to have that respect because it opens up the rest of the playbook. It opens up the rest of the game. If you have, you know, hey, the reason that Houston here it is. The reason that Houston got such a ridiculous pick six interception is because they figured out, okay, you're not going to run down. You're not running down here, and you don't have time, so you're trying to get it out to your first read. You become predictable, and when you yeah. become predictable, you start giving up, the turnovers happen because then they get risky. They they then they start taking those risks because it's less of a gamble it's more of like a can i can i capitalize on this yep yeah and i think this is a situation also why you're doing that those long methodical drives we saw against texas which i love by the way um this is that's how you do it is little by little chink by tink right getting yourself in a favorable third down situations or for joey mcguire favorable fourth down situations hey, right he's um, that dude He's that dude, right? So having those situations where you have him and you, you're in his position to uh, have that fourth and one on the 40 or have that third and three, um, and, and I think it's it's just that run game is really going to help there. So um, one thing that's also going to help is when they're dressed nice. And I want every, all of our listeners to be dressed nice and to go to homefieldapparel.com. Listen, it's 10-12 week. You have a couple more days to get our promotion where you can go. I know it's not basketball season, but a part of the 10-12 collection is the double T with Raider Red and the Guns and a basketball behind it. It is fantastic. It is a great shirt. Make sure you get that and get 15% off by using promo code 10-12-WEEK. That is T-E-N-1-2-W-E-E-K, 10-12-WEEK, to get 15% off of the great Texas Tech shirt in the collection. Guess what, guys? The more that we have these 10, 12 weeks, the more deals that we can have for you. So to make sure to do that at homefieldapparel.com. Um, actually, there's also a great Kansas State shirt for, for Kansas State listeners that are listening to the enemy side before the game. Also, you have the old school Wildcat on there. So that's actually a pretty nice shirt. I can't lie to you. So, pretty sick, yeah. Yeah. With that, Jeremy, it's time to get to the prediction game, right? The, our prize picks predictions. This is the first time you're doing it. First time you're doing the prize pick predictions. Um, Dylan has been wrong many a times. Let's see how you <laughs> how you go. 
Uh, <laughs> if you're wondering so, why Dylan isn't on the previews anymore, I'll be yeah. just kind of give you a hint. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's been wrong. He's been wrong so much. We, we got we had to, we had to fire him. So you know, he was losing y'all too much money. Um, so make sure to go to PrizePicks.com, set up your profile, use our promo code Tortillas12. That's Tortillas12, and they will do a match up to a hundred dollars. So you put in a hundred bucks, you get a hundred bucks for free, free money in your pocket right after you do that. So using our code Tortillas12. So let's start this off. Prize picks predictions. Uh, Donovan Smith, one and a half pass touchdowns. You're going over under. Over. Over one and a half touchdowns. All right. I like you it. You say pass I touchdowns? Like pass? Passing, passing touchdowns. Yes, sir. Yeah, two. I, I, I give him two. All right. I like it. I it, mm, mm, I don't know. I, I wish I could push on one and a half. I'm going to say one only because um, I think he gets a rushing tutty. So. There's that. I think yeah. it's two overall. There is that. Well, at least yeah. one. Uh, oh. 259 and a half pass yards for Donovan Smith. Under. Under. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, K-State's going to get after him. I, I respect that. And I probably yeah. agree with you. Uh, under. 27 and a half rush yards, Donovan Smith. Oh, remember when, remember when we were talking about this for the NC State game, and we said, but that's easy money. <laughs> hammer the over. We said, we said hammer, hammer the over, and it didn't work. Um, but I will uh, say yeah. for Donnie, he had 42 rush yards last week against against Texas, so he did bounce back on that one. What do you see here? It's the Western right effect, man. Um, what was it? What was the number? 20 what? 20, 27 and a half. Under. Under. Interesting. I, yeah. So I will say in our two wins, he's had at least 30, or not in our two wins. Wins against Texas and Houston, he had 31 and 42. Um, I'm going to go over because of the Western right effect, because I think there's going to be more quarterback uh, running plays. Um, but I'm not going to, I ain't going to say the hammer like I was last time. Um, so let's switch to another player. Miles Price, 61 and a half receiving yards. Over. Over, over for, easy oh, over for me. You got. I mean, if he's getting input, he is that utilitarian dude. Like you said, he's getting more looks. We're starting to find him at different levels of the field. It's easy to dump it off to Price because he's going to be open. I like it. I don't know if I believe it, but I'm also going to go over. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go to another one. Jaran Bradley, 45 and a half receiving yards. Under. Under. More for yeah. Miles Price. More for Miles Price, and I just think that I don't think he's going to get a lot of long looks. I think he may be short gaming or late game scenario, you know, the hook plays, and that's, you know, eight, nine yards. That'll be really hard to rack up. All right. Uh, I'm going to go over a couple big plays for Jerram Bradley. A couple big plays. I'm going to go over. 24 and a half receiving yards for Nehemiah Martinez. Under. Kind of kind of disappearing. I I kind of agree with you on, on the, on the yeah. quiet tip. Um, and then first entrance into prize picks, Sir Roger Thompson, 46 and a half rush yards. Over. I think he has a good long break that takes him over that. Over for Sir Roger Thompson. Um, and last but not least, Jeremy, who wins the game? Give me the score. Kansas State versus Texas Tech. Kansas State's good. <laughs> I think, man, I do think that Kansas State's going to get this one out. I don't believe that it's going to be because of, be because of Adrian Martinez. Uh, but I do see this game being another close one that you know texas tech just doesn't have the gumption or something to get over kansas state has gotten our number man and it, it sucks um but i think that it's going to be a close game like i said 27 24 kansas state 
27-24. I agree. It's going to be close. I mean, we don't know how to not yeah. have a close game against Kansas State. Um, it is in Manhattan, so which makes this game that much harder for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Adrian Martinez, I think the question here is, has he figured it out? Has he figured it out here? I will say, Joey, he's a, he's a streak breaker. We have not won in Manhattan since 2008. So it's another team. Another, another scenario we haven't. Another 2008. We have not won in Manhattan since 08. Um, and so it'll it'll be definitely be interesting here, but I kind of agree with you. I, I want to see if – we'll see if Adrian Martinez has figured it out. We'll see if this offense has figured it out for, for Kansas State here. Um, and and it, with the game being in Manhattan, I do think it's going to be close. 27-24 is actually a fantastic score and a score that I think I'm also going to bring home. I think Kansas State wins on a game-winning field goal. Maybe they rush. Who knows? <laughs> but, um, yeah, Early no, afternoon actually, rush never hurt nobody. It never hurt nobody. I actually like that score a lot, so I'm going to go with it as well. 27-24. I also agree that K-State will win. Uh, but Joey's going to be in this. And so far, we've seen two close games. He's ready to win it if it's close. So, uh, mm-hmm. fourth downs galore for Joey McGuire. So, I respect that. Anything else you want to say to the people, Jeremy? I'm surprised Price Picks isn't coming out with fourth down, go, going forward on fourth down. That's going to that's gonna come up real soon. Hey, I, 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 you know, we're having fun. This is a better year than I think any of us really expected at this point especially just the outcome of certain games um let's just go out there and make Tulane proud let's go out there and do the thing <laughs> that's right that's right let's go let's go do the damn thing right um yeah no absolutely I mean we're three and one that's one more win than I expected us to have right at this moment um we're still on a good path here this is a good Kansas State team so even if we were to lose by a field or something like that we cover right good teams win great teams cover and we would have covered in that aspect with a seven and a half point um dog as of right now but but uh, I do think Tech will be in this game, and it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. This will be a fun one uh, on Big 12 Network, unfortunately. Uh, big noon kickoff, whatever you want to call it. It sucks, but this will be still a fun game. So uh, for Jeremy, the People's Champ, this is Albie, and you've been listening to Tortillas and Takes Podcast, present part of the 1012 Network and present the official podcast Sorry, of Red Raider Sports. As always, stay wrecked, people. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.